In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, welcome to this episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. How you doing? We are at the start of Q2. The date I'm recording this is April 11th, 2017. How did your Q1 go? Are you on track? Are you executing effectively on your business plan? Are you adding more real estate agents to your bus? Are you categorizing them as ABC players, right? Focusing on your A's and B's, moving people up from B to A. Right, real estate agents on your bus are always going to be coming and going. It's a moving parade, and most loan officers, as you've heard me say before, have no predictable, proven system or process for adding agents to their bus. So we're always working with the most productive, engaged agents. And you may have heard me talk about doing agent classes as a way to leverage and get in front of maximum agents in minimum time. And if you haven't yet checked out Get Powerful Presentations, which is a done-for-you library of agent classes, topics like getting started with video marketing, which helps agents understand 15 different videos they should be creating in their business right now. Or if it's dealing with millennial marketing for real estate, how to capture the most profitable group of consumers in history, or getting started with content marketing, the new rules of content marketing. These are examples of three different agent classes that are turnkey for you and available instantly for download for you in Get Powerful Presentations. So if you haven't checked that out, do so at getpowerfulpresentations.com. That's open for a little bit longer here in our Spring Fling Special. And so what it comes down to is if you really want to capture the attention of real estate agents, you want to get noticed, rise above the noise, you've got to add value. Obviously, you hopefully know by now it's not about rate sheets and closing fast. Right? Those are promises that agents hear all the time. It's less about you, more about them. It's understanding how you can add value to their business. And so that's why I'm excited to bring today's guest to this week's episode, Karen Briscoe. She is an amazing lady. Let me just give you the quick bio on her. She's the principal owner of Huckabee Briscoe Conroy, HBC, with Keller Williams in McLean, Virginia. She's recognized by the Wall Street Journal as one of the top 250 real estate teams in the US and ranked in the top 100 teams with Keller Williams every year since 2009. Her and her team have collectively sold over a thousand homes valued at more than a billion dollars. And Karen is my special guest today. She comes by way of a good friend of mine, Wade Vandermolen, who is a highly successful, smart, and handsome title rep out of the uh, same DC area. And Karen shares with us a story about how Wade, in a very competitive market, was able to earn her business as a title rep. And so there's lots of lessons in here today, this episode. If you haven't heard that podcast with Wade yet, go back to podcast number one. That was the very first podcast I had Wade on. I had him on a second time talking about a great real estate app called WhoHub. And now, of course, we're still talking about Wade. Man, oh man, this guy Wade. So Karen and I um, are talking about how do you add value as a loan officer? How do you get noticed? How do you rise above the noise? And we're also unpacking some strategies, tips, and success strategies that real estate agents can apply in their business. And I will share with you in this podcast episode today are some lessons, are some great takeaways and examples for you on how you can more successfully attract and convert 
real estate agents. One of the ways you can do that is by getting and reading Karen's book, Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Secrets of a Top Agent Revealed. And you'll hear us talk about this book, but bottom line is what's so great about this book is it makes it easy to read. It's it's simple. Do, do you have five minutes a day? Because that's all it takes to read this book. Every chapter of the book is a day. It starts on January 1st and goes through the entire year. You don't have to start on January 1st. I frankly have started in April when I purchased the book, but every day has a theme and has a quick five-minute story, tip, idea, inspirational thought, and it's simple and easy to digest, to consume, and read. And I'll tell you, when I talked with Karen about ideas loan officers can leverage to put this book to work in your business, there's so many different ways to leverage this. Listen to the podcast. You'll hear me talk about how do you create one video a week by taking one tip per week out of this book and simply share the ideas from the book. Tell them you're sharing the ideas of one of the mega agents in the country. Buy a few copies. Send it with a targeted handwritten note to the top 10 or 20 agents you're prospecting in your local market. Stand out, add value, be unique, and be different. And I hope you like this week's show. If you haven't yet subscribed, do so on iTunes or Stitcher. If you like the content, please do me a favor. Take two minutes and leave us a five-star rating, okay? That helps us reach more listeners, helps us know we're doing a good job so we can continue to do this for you. So without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Hey, Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. It is a pleasure to have you. You are amongst the most successful real estate agents and teams in the country. So I feel it's an honor and a privilege to have you here. And I'm so grateful for your time. And we'll actually talk a little bit about, you know, when I say that, what that means in terms of numbers and volume. So those people listening get a sense of, you know, what, what does that really mean? One of the most successful <laughs> agents and teams in the country. Um, but as we get into that, why don't we start with uh, a brief just backgrounder on who you are, where you're from, how'd you choose real estate? Well, I actually started in commercial real estate right out of college in Dallas, Texas, and did residential lot development for Trammell Crow. So I've always had a passion for real estate. The journey into residential happened because my husband's career moved us up to the Washington, D.C. metro area. And when after our kids reached a certain age, I wanted to get back to work, I went to work for the Starbucks company and had the Nextel account. And that was during the dot-com bust, hmm. which there is no money in disposition, as I'm sure you realize. So someone suggested residential. And I really do feel like it's a great combination because it combines my strong negotiating and understanding markets and value and what creates value along with the people skills of really enjoying working with people and making some of their most important life decisions. Well, that's great. So let's let's give some context here then for the for the listeners. So you are the principal owner of Huckabee Briscoe Conroy Group or HBC with Keller Williams. You're in McLean, Virginia. And I, I need to point out because people really need to know what you've accomplished in your career. The Wall Street Journal recognized you as one of the 250 top realtor teams in the U.S. You're ranked in the top 100 teams with Keller Williams internationally every year since 2009. And since 1977, you, your team, has sold more than 1,000 homes valued at a billion dollars. And you consistently sell today over 100 properties a year. So how the heck did you start from where you just described to get there? It was just overnight success, right? <laughs> well, I actually joined a team, a top producing agent, when I went from commercial to residential because I felt like, well, success leaves clues and there's really not much benefit in trying to reinvent the wheel. And so the agent that I joined sadly was ill. So when I became partners with her in 2006, it was with the plan to take over the business, which I did in 08 when she passed away. Happened to be the same month that the financial markets crashed. Was not great timing. <laughs> yeah. So nice. we've been re rebuilding since that time. So I started at a higher platform in the beginning, though. I was a team member and worked with buyers and sellers. So Anybody can achieve a high level of success. It just requires uh, taking some certain steps and actions. Okay. So you and I were connected by way of someone else I've had on the podcast, uh, Wade Vandermolen, who's a, a title rep uh, out in your area. And I want to come back to tying 
weighed into the conversation because it, it deals with, uh, for you listeners, by the way, loan officers, uh, uh, you know, how do you earn the business of a top agent like Karen and, you know, perhaps get introduced to her team. So that was kind of Wade's story. Um, and he was, I think, the first or second guest on my podcast. I've had him on a second time since then. But we'll circle back onto that because I want to right now ask you this question about you said anybody can be successful. My question for you was when you decided to switch over to residential, what was your mindset on that? I mean, did you did you set about to be one of the top agents in the country and with your franchise, or it was just, huh, this real this residential thing is interesting. Let's try that out. Yeah, but like a lot of women, I had been home with my kids, and so returning to the workforce was something that I actually only wanted to do part time. And a lot of people enter the industry that way. It really didn't turn into a business and taking it to this level until. Like I said, when I became partners with a top agent, the thing is, is though the secrets to success are really the same. They're just exponential, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say what was the secret to my success and why was I selected had came down to lead generation. I understood very quickly that if you don't have a lead, you don't have anything to do. And so rather than relying on the team or my mega agent to give me leads, I proactively got out there and and found them myself. And what did you do to, to get out there proactively and find leads? Well, leads are all around you, really. And that's the thing that I discovered predominantly through my sphere. And yet having meaningful conversations with people, my what I call pickup line is a little bit different. I open conversations with where do you live rather than what do you do for a living or some other Hmm. perhaps lines that people use when they're introducing themselves. And the where do you live line actually opens up so many conversations because once you know where somebody lives and you can remember them and you can have a real estate conversation when you share that the reason why you want to know is because you're a real estate agent, you can start to discuss often they want to know about the market. You might have friends that live in their community. And if you truly become a neighborhood expert and know those different neighborhoods, then they're going to want to ask you more about real estate and seek you out. And that's really that. And then good follow through. Mm -hmm. I am like the energizer buddy. I don't give up. Somebody mentions some question or interest in real estate, then I stay in touch with them to see how I can help them. Hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of um, directions we could go there. You don't give up. You follow through like crazy. That's awesome. You stay in touch with them. And uh, oftentimes in getting feedback from listeners on a podcast like this, people always ask, well, you know, well, what tools does Karen use? What's CRM? How does she stay in touch? And so I'm naturally curious, you know, uh, obviously at Keller Williams, you you have a lot of solutions provided for you. So how do you kind of stay top of mind with your leads, referrals, past database? Actually, a CRM is is priceless. If you don't have one, that's the first thing you should get. And I currently use WiseAgent. Wade uh, helped me see the benefits to that. But there there are many good ones. The important thing is to do it. I think people are striving for perfection. And sometimes just being done is better than than that. And in terms of follow through with people, like, for example, I have a property under contract right now that I met those people originally in 2009. So I put them on a drip campaign. An eight-year drip campaign? (laughs) Yes. Well, you see, that's the part where I think people see this business and and the longevity of it, the benefit of it is when you stay committed and you stay into it in the long run, then you get the the benefit of the fact that people come back. I think that a lot of people forget that 80% of the sales is made after the fifth contact. Mm -hmm. And most people give up after the first or second. And do you see that as a a, a recurring issue with agents in wanting the quick hit, the quick quick fix and not being in the long long play of the game? Well, it must be because what they say, 87% of agents leave within the first five years. I think there's a disconnect in what people realize what it takes to build a business and to sustain a business. And there's some misconceptions perhaps Mm -hmm. in the industry about, you know, it's a lucrative industry and relatively easy to enter. And to achieve at a high level of success requires doing this over and over and over again, 
even Wade, he shares the same statistics in the industry for that he's in, in the title business. And I would say any top mortgage originator would share mm-hmm. as well, very similar statistics. Okay. All right. So let, let's talk about Wade, seeing as uh, we've mentioned him a couple of times here. Um, so like I said, Wade is how uh, you and I got connected, had Wade on the podcast as a guest. Um, tell me tell me the story about Wade. How did you get to meet Wade? Well, he was introduced to me actually through a mortgage person because after I wrote my book, Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, she felt like I should meet him because he has some creative ideas and ways that he helps agents market themselves. And when we did meet, I really was impressed quite quickly. His video presence and using video to help agents market themselves is really tops for our our area and the industry. He also does some great, absolutely fantastic lunch and learns Mm -hmm. and training sessions on some topics that if you're not quite as comfortable with the technology end of the business, he's very, very good at that. And I've had my office manager and marketing person attend a number of those, and those were very beneficial. So he kept adding value in very unique ways i would say that and he's he's pleasantly persistent <laughs> okay so uh you already had a um title partner before meeting wade somebody else you were sending your business to yes someone that i knew through other relationships sure. in the business and so when wade came to me i was like well you know what are you going to do that's going to be different right. and he clearly showed that he he did have a some new approaches that were very valuable and beneficial. So I would say the number one thing that mortgage originators and title reps can do is add value. Actually, I say the same thing to real estate agents. I'm like, you know, you you too can add value by having true market knowledge, by being very knowledgeable on the neighborhoods and the homes that are previewing those homes and actually being knowledgeable about them and using some creative like community engagement events and other ways of of reaching out to your sphere and beyond. Okay, so in terms of adding value, I mean, a lot, a lot of people say that and talk about that. But in the case of Wade, for example, and this is right, uh, I've got my loan officer hat on, so LOs are listening to this, uh, adding value to agents. So how do I do that? And I, I constantly try and get loan officers out of the conversation of you know what, what people call show up and throw up, right? Which is let me tell you about how great my rates are, my service, I close super fast, you know, I work weekends, all that usual noise that you agents I'm sure hear all the time. Wade's approach stood out because it was wasn't based on all that uh, and and there was no rush to get there. It was, "Oh, let me better understand what's going on in your business and how can I help you." Is that right? Absolutely. And really truthfully, to close a loan on time and to provide market rates and to give good service is basic Mm. for what loan originators should be doing. So what are you going to do that's above and beyond and looking for ways to add value for the agent's business that ultimately is going to benefit the loan originator? I mean, think about it. If the agent does one more deal a month, then that's one more potential deal that the loan originator might have. And so it's a win-win opportunity, actually. I would think that uh, more would want to be doing this, but it, it does require thinking outside the box. Sure. And it does require consistency as well. And of course, a diff- different approach. Did Wade then ultimately earn your business? Oh, absolutely. I think he's been quite pleased that he got <laughs> to know me. <laughs> well, because not just me, I mean, I have a team as well. And so when I was sharing all the things that Wade was offering, and several other ones stepped up and said, yes, I want to get into doing some some video and also mm-hmm. the he just had some unique approaches of marketing in mm-hmm. terms of doing some campaigns together. And and those things are always helpful in generating the agent's business again so that that in turn helps a loan originator or a title person generate business. Do you find that approach refreshing then as opposed to the other approach we described? Absolutely. But I will say that Wade was pleasantly persistent. He wasn't annoying. There so, is a point. <laughs> so what does that mean? What do you mean? Well, I 
now that I think back, there were a number of times that he tried to meet with me. And it was actually a almost direct referral that made me say, okay, I'm going to circle back and see about this relationship. But he had added value before that because, again, I had some of my office staff go to some of his trainings. So I, I think that that's where and I see this with agents too, they think, okay, I tried one or two things and that didn't work. So they don't want to do anything with me. I don't think that's necessarily the case. And also remember agents business changes. I have this one lender who had contacted me a number of times and we'd done a few things together, but it, there wasn't ever really an opportunity until I really hit a tough loan situation and she had always said call me if you have a challenge <laughs> and I'm like okay I'm calling it in and I did and she performed and so it really changed my dynamics on that relationship she had done it when it was hard and so then it led me to want to send more business her way okay that's great now I definitely want to dive into your book in just a couple of minutes here but if you could for the listeners again right lots of loan officers how is your business currently structured in terms of your your loan officer relationships um do you have just like one predominant? Do you have a couple or a couple, three people on your team? Well, I predominantly am a listing agent, as many mega mm -hmm. agents are. And I have agents on my team that predominantly work with, with the, right. uh, buyers. the buyers. Yes. So the majority of my relationships are in terms of if there's like a buy-sell, like I sell a house mm -hmm. and then that person goes to buy, there's those opportunities, then obviously the ones that with the, the team members and there's the co-marketing, co-branding opportunities. So mm -hmm. broker opens, we have community events that we have lenders that participate in. So there's several opportunities. I, I do often when somebody requests a lender, I do make several recommendations. I don't usually just send it to one lender because the other factor I'm taking into consideration is who is a good fit. Mm -hmm. I have some lenders that, for example, we do a first time home buyer seminar with one of the agents on our team. And we have a lender who's more of a millennial age. Mm -hmm. And so he's a great fit for that. When we're doing events that are more in the lines of people that are right sizing, downsizing, that demographic may not be a good match. Right. So I do have like to have relationships with a number of lenders, some are specialized in doctor loans, some specialize in in other type of loan products. So I I do keep a repertoire, if you will, of, of lenders. Sure. Okay. And but obviously you focused on listings and doing lots of other things and building your business. Um, the engagement really happens uh, with your buyer's agents. Yes. I mean, I still do about 20, 25% of my business as buyers. Mm, okay. So right. there is opportunity there and there's opportunity. I always tell people the opportunity is really as much as you want it to be, because if you're adding value to our team, then that's going to overflow yeah. uh, there. I think people sometimes are, if they're transaction oriented or deal oriented, I saw this and I was uh, on the committee at our local chamber of commerce and people would join the chamber and they're like, well, I didn't get any business out of that. And I was like, oh, wow, you should be going to the chamber of commerce because you want to do contribute to your community <laughs> and you want to be at the table and part of the conversation. And you do that at some point, the business is going to flow your way. And that is something I share with, with, I know we're all in business and we need to make money and are we mm -hmm. to stay in business, we need to make money. I mean, we are a for-profit we are right. not a, a nonprofit organization. That being said, I do think that there's a mindset or the potential of a paradigm shift yes. if you're going into the relationships as if every deal, every time you meet with somebody, they're going to send you a deal, then that starts to make it feel like you really aren't there to help them grow their business. You're there for the deal, mm, right? That is such a great point. And that it really comes from being genuine, right? And really having that genuine intention that you do want to help. And I definitely know that was the case with Wade. Um, that's, I think, why he was successful. Yes, persistent, but also he was authentic in really wanting to make a difference in your business. And that comes through. People can tell the difference. And also, they usually drop out. Yep. So the people, the, the lenders and title reps that just come and say, oh, I want to have, take you for coffee and, and uh, meet with you. And then if you don't send them a deal right away, then they're, you know, they're not around. Yeah. They, they also usually don't stay in the business very long because they're missing. Again, the overarching is that you add value. You're generous 
Michael Mayer is fantastic mm-hmm. on this. I, I don't know if you've read it. Sure, his, yeah, he's been on the published. podcast, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Michael Mayer and the Generosity Generation. The idea is you're generous, not expecting anything to return, but the law of attraction by giving and value, will it will come back to you. Absolutely. And I don't know why that's such a hard thing for some people to get. And I guess right to your point that, that, that you know maybe that's why they don't have longevity in the business. But I think that's success long-term no matter what, right, is that whole servant servant's heart, servant attitude, um, you know, like you said, it shows up and people can tell the difference. And if your intention is just all about you, um, that's like you say, that's going to show up and that will not have longevity. Well, I think that in, I've seen this occur where people get stuck in a transactional loop. And this is one of the themes of the book is mm-hmm. that everybody has to have a lead in order to do anything, even dentists have to have a patient, right? Sure. Lawyers have to have a client and churches have to have parishioners. So everybody does lead generation or business development. And then they get caught in this transactional loop. They convert or consult it to sell. You really, in order to sustain and to make it be an ongoing enterprise, you have to connect to build and grow. You have to do those things that create the systems and the relationships and the connections that makes it ongoing. Otherwise, you're only as good as your next transaction. Right. And that's really what this business is. It's a relationship business. It is. If you're going to sustain over the long run, I think that there really isn't any other way to do it. Right. Oh, by the way, for those that are listening, you're wondering, uh, how do you learn more about this esteemed Wade Vandermolen Mullen we've been talking about? I'll put a link to his website in the show notes, but it's dctitleguy.com, dctitleguy.com. Uh, link in the show notes. Plus, you can check out podcast number one, I believe it is. Uh, he was my first guest. Wow. What I saw that. <laughs> yes, I listened to it. Uh, all right. So let's talk about you being an author. Man, Oh, man, I'm holding this book in my hand. Hope you can hear that. It's a big, thick book. Um, I just love the concept of this. And, you know, when you first get this, ordered it off of Amazon, when you first get this, you're like, man, this is a serious book. But uh, don't be intimidated by the sheer size and weight of the book because I love the way this is structured. So it's Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Secrets of a Top Agent Revealed. And what I love about this is, is it's just one success strategy every day. Take five minutes. You know, you and I talked about the miracle morning with Hal Elrod. Take five minutes out of your day, probably in the morning is best, and just read this one short little chapter. Each chapter or each idea is really just about about a page or or less. And so I'm curious, what inspired you to, to do a book like this in this structure where it's just, you know, one idea a day? Well, so... When you achieve a high level of success, people come and want to know how you did it. And I've been coaching and I had been doing training and I would encourage agents to read and to do work on their personal and business development. And many times they would read the book and they would have the book, but they didn't, or they would buy the book and they would have the book, but they didn't actually read the book because they said they didn't have time. And so I finally like, well, do you have five minutes a day? And Everybody said, well, sure, I have five minutes a day. Google has done a study and they found that about 10 years ago, the attention span of an average adult was 10 minutes a day. It's now five <laughs> minutes a day. <laughs> right. So if you think about the way our world is now, five minutes is actually a very long time. Everybody could commit to five minutes a day. And the beauty of the book being structured this way, I call it a unique delivery system, <laughs> is that you actually can think about and find ways to apply it. Many books, although fantastic information, it starts to be tsunami overload. Mm-hmm. It's too much information. And so what happens is many people don't do anything, right? right. And so with one idea a day, one concept a day, then it's easier to remember it because you're focusing on one thing. And that's what I've heard from many agents that have, and actually I have a number of lenders and title company representatives that are using it as well. Mm-hmm. Because if understanding what a agent needs to do or, or should do or can do in order to achieve success at a higher level, the lender and the title company rep can actually contribute in a much more meaningful way. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, the way you've written this is like so creative. I mean, each each lesson of the day includes a story. Um, it's engaging. It's like, you know, you talk about um, the Breakfast of Champions. And for those of us that are old enough to remember that from Wheaties, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> and so structuring your day that way every single day. But I mean, I'm looking at, okay, so I love some of the, some of the titles of this, for instance, uh, January one. Okay. What a great title. Are you all in? That's great. But then I move out to April 5th and I will sell this house today. And you tie in a reference from the movie American Beauty. I get a sense that you made a major investment of time and effort to make this engaging. I mean, because this is fun to read. Well, and that is how people actually remember as well, because the stickiness of it, a story, an example that they'll remember, uh, it's actually a combination of information and inspiration, which becomes transformational. And that's very intentional because that's what people remember. And then they, what they, they need to remember it in order to be able to apply it, right? Well, come on. April 6th, you've got all about the basics, and you're tying in the Megan Trainer song, All About That Bass. Uh, how can you not remember that? <laughs> That's awesome. And you're t- you even like, remember that being no treble is in the song, is the agent who sticks to the basics is more likely to have no trouble. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you see, you're already figuring out how the system works in terms of, of uh, people using it as a memory device. I had this one gentleman, I met him at a regional event. He bought a book and then I saw him at another event in another city a few months later. And he came up to me and he said, Karen, I, I bought your book. I'm like, yay. And I was like, hey, I'm actually reading your book. And I'm like, well, double yay. And he goes, it works. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you have a story to tell. And it was in November and he had read the story about first mover advantage. And that is mostly a technology term, right? You want to be mm-hmm. first to market, first mover advantage. The applications to real estate are there's advantages to being first to market and a couple of days later he was on a listing appointment and the seller was saying well i think i'm gonna wait until spring and all of a sudden he remembered first mover advantage and he shared it with the seller the seller was like oh yeah i want to be on the market for everybody else got the listing sold the house he's like this stuff works because i actually remembered it because that's the only thing i read that day that applied to my business wow that's great. And it's just, it's, you know, like I said, it's a lesson every single day and you do make it very memorable and it will trigger those things to come up. Um, as a matter of fact, in the, in the start of the book, let me just go back to this right here. Um, I love that you have the, uh, the sweet spot, right? Uh, how, how this book can help you achieve your sweet spot of success, which you talk about is, you know, you, you, you label this as, as success thinking. Number one, commit to get leads, consult to sell and connect to build and grow. And you've got success activities and success vision all tied into those. And in the middle there is that sweet spot. What do you what do you mean by that? If you could elaborate a little bit on what that all, how would we use that? Well, when all of those come together, that's where you have a transformational experience. Again, in in the lending and world, in the title world, in the real estate world, until you have a lead, you don't have anything to do. Well, once you get that lead, you still have to convert and, and consult to sell it or get the loan closed. That to get out of that transactional loop, then you connect to build and grow so that you can sustain it, like with a you know a database, a CRM, and leveraging people. And then all of that is encompassed with mindset because that's where the thinking mm. begins and the activities and vision begins everything. So when you bring all that together, those are the sweet spots of success. Yeah. And you've got the daily topic key where there's icons associated with uh, different elements of the book, which is great because then that triggers you to remember, right, what what parts of the sweet spot that's in, right? Yes. And some of them, there's more than one and there's some that are a focus on one area of success. And as you go through the the year and you really can start at any time. I know some people think, oh, well, I, I didn't start January 1 and I need to catch up. I'm like, no, no, this is a no guilt book. Start <laughs> right where you are <laughs> and, and just start here. It is set up somewhat seasonally as well because it follows the calendar and some of the topics are going to be more applicable to the time of year and others are going to be just basic principles of lead generation, conversion, and growing a business. That's awesome. Yeah. Like like today, April 11th, the date we're recording this, go up swinging. You're tying in a baseball story. How appropriate is that? Seeing as it's yes. <laughs> opening day, right? Yesterday for a lot of uh, baseball um, teams around the country. That is awesome. 
so it's, it's it's interesting when I when I first saw this book and I came across it and I've got it in my hands. Um, obviously, there's the way the real estate agent can apply it to their business, and of course, right, reading it once a day, um, setting it up the breakfast of champions kind of process way to set the, the tone for your day. Uh, loan officers can do the same thing, um, but I had the other idea, knowing that a lot of my listeners are loan officers. You know, we're always looking for ways, as we said earlier, to add value. Um, I was thinking that this would be a great way for the loan officer to finally get started with video marketing and take a couple of minutes, right? You don't have to do one every day, but pick one a week out of this, do a quick little share and send it out to your real estate agent partners of, hey, here's, you know, it's May 21st and uh, today, here's, to, here's the success tip of the week, right? Fight, flight, tend and befriend. Then you basically share the story and the concept from that one particular day and send that out to your agents. What do you think about that? That's actually brilliant. I think that that is one of the powerful ways that loan officers can use the book because you're given some topics that are going to be relevant to a real estate agent. They're going to be relevant to helping that agent grow and build their business. And they're going to be more receptive to tips and techniques that are going to empower them to be successful. And you're going to stand out because what everybody else is doing is sending out rate sheets, yeah. right? So if you're sending them a tip like, okay, in what ways can I help you go up swinging today? Mm-hmm. If you're making a, if you're going out on a listing appointment, what ways can I help you go up swinging? If you are meeting with a buyer and they're getting ready to write it off or be in a competitive situation or looking at houses, how can I help you go up swinging agent? That is going to be a much more meaningful conversation than can I send you some rate sheets? So it's, it's a brilliant idea to bring in the video because mm-hmm. then you can have a broader audience with the, the video topics. I've also known people to use it as part of lunch and learns. Those yep work as well. Many teams are incorporating it as part of their team meeting because you can pull a topic and you can say, okay, let's talk about this one way we can help the agents or the people on our team. If you're working with, you know, your processors, if they can understand what the agent's going through with their client, mm. perhaps, you know, they'll be more on board in as they help the 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 client or the borrower navigate the process. There's, there's lots of ways to use the book to success. Yeah, I mean, just to, to, to build on that. So as a loan officer, first of all, I would target, right, the the top agents in my local area, pick a list of the top 10 or 20, right, who that you want to start getting on their radar. And I would, first of all, make the investment and send them this book um, and with a little handwritten note, hey, thought of you, right? And this is obviously from a fellow mega agent, to use your words, um, and just thought you could get some ideas out of it. I mean, what, what an incredible gift of value for that. But then, of course, when you're doing your videos, and this is for you listeners who um, still have to get over the getting started with video because you don't like how you look on camera and all that fun stuff, Um you know, you simply, I would start by, look, hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm doing a series that's coming out of Karen Briscoe's book, Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day. Wanted to share one weekly tip for it with you. But by the way, there's a tip every single day in here for every day of the year. So if you want to talk more about this book, love to chat with you, you know, happy to send you a copy of it. But anyway, so we're going to be doing this thing. Boom. Here's the tip of the week today. Boom. Hold up the book, right? Just like and that. You're investing, you're investing in them and the, their business. Mm-hmm. You know, there are many gifts that loan officers can give agents and many of them are very enjoyable, but they're not as long lasting. And it's a win-win because when the real estate professional or agent has more business, then that's going to flow over. And who else are they going to think about but the person that helped them grow their business? And to your point earlier about why I like this book as opposed to some others, and there are definitely other good books out there. We all know, right? The Gary Keller books and all that stuff. Um, This book is something that people will go back to on a more, I think, a more frequent basis. I don't want to say necessarily everybody's going to do it daily. Some will. But at least I think it'll have shelf life on their desk. They'll take it with them. It'll go home. Um, you know, It may travel with them when they go you know, on vacation. And so I think that's where you get the longevity out of a book like this. Well, and it is to have a digital version as well, which is well, actually great for traveling. You can download it to your, your handheld device. I think that the fact that the stories and the applications are going to resonate on a kind of an evergreen type mm-hmm. of these 
these topics and techniques and, and strategies are basic principles. And I think that they, because of that, they do have many books are, are written such that you read them over and over again, because every year your business is going to be in a different place. You're going to have different kinds of clientele. You may be in a different situation. And yet everybody can use some inspiration and information oh, yeah. oh, on yeah. a daily basis. Everybody yeah. needs the so breakfast like, of champions. <laughs> they do. I mean, because you, you, you eat to feed your body, but this is a way to feed your mind. Mm. One question I wanted to ask you, you, you talked about how your business, you know, changes over time. And so you've been doing this, what, uh, for 15 years, 15 years, 15. Right? Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's 30 in real life years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How is your business? I, I, I've heard somebody said the other day that you know the, how we communicate, how we quote market, brand ourselves today in real estate has changed probably in the, more in the last five years than it has in the last twenty. So, any things you want to share with the listeners, agents, loan officers, and on how you've had to adapt your business, you know, to to keep up with that? Well, clearly the social media has changed it, but I think it's changed it in a good way. Mm. I have many situations where I found out people were in a transition in their life and was able to reach out to them and help them with their real estate needs. The beauty of LinkedIn is before you go out and meet with a potential seller or buyer, you, you can do a quick search and you can find out a lot about them and look for points of connection. The whole just time factor that's saved by having digital, you know, contracts and, and digital signatures and all of that. I mean, I just think back to how we used to do that. We are able to accomplish so much more and then the wealth of information. So you can either look at the Zillow or the other sites that provide automatic, you know, information as being taking away our so as as a source, or you can look at it as an empowering because now in some ways the 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 market or the the consumer is inundated with so much information that yeah. you can become an expert at helping them discern the information because discernment is I think the new hmm. what what is going to be the value proposition. So I, I find it to be fantastic. I am embracing it and I hire all millennials because <laughs> I want them to keep me <laughs> on top of all of the technology. And it's going to change again. You see, yeah. that's the thing is that uh, really if, if you're – it's kind of like you know Wayne Gretzky. You have to go where the puck mm. is going. We, we need to be going where all this is going and, and embrace it because resisting it and, and pushing back against it will actually – be counterproductive. Right, right. And, and really, it's, it's ultimately leading to what this is all about, which is relationships. It's just another way to connect with people. At the end of the day, people still are wanting to do business with people that they know and trust. Mm -hmm. They may be obtaining the information and the data from sources that are digitally mm -hmm. produced. And you may be making those connections that way. But at the end of the day, I still believe that people want to do business with with others that they know and trust. Absolutely. And so I want to kind of close out with just the last couple of minutes we have, which um, is something you mentioned in your book that, and actually you referenced this uh, quote by Peter Lowe, that the most common trait you find in successful people is they have conquered the temptation to give up. Um, and so this ties into your success tip for January, which is, um, are you all in? And so the aspect of being all in to achieve and success, attain success in real estate. Um, I want to like, you know, share something inspirational because obviously you coach agents and you work with people that I'm sure you've seen want to give up. Probably some have, but what, what advice do you, do you give to people when you see they're having a tough time? Because let's face it, right? Some people listening might be in a tough spot in their business or their life. So what, how do you encourage them to not give up? Well, I too have had times where I have felt, you know, discouraged because again, I lived through the market run up and then the market crash was the same time my business partner passed away. The thing is, is that there is some elements to the ebb and flow of, of markets and business and life. And so I would just say that if you think about it as at some point, you're going to get back up there again and to, to push through it. The alternative is then you're going to have to go find something else. And all 
industries have some sort of, of you know, either frustration or uh, difficulty. So that to, to think that you're going to avoid it is counterproductive and counterintuitive. Mm. So the persistence, if I was going to say the one thing that people should embrace, and that is persistence, because in this business or in the title business and the lending business, it's the ones that stay with it and stick to it are the ones that are going to make it in the long run. Hmm. And have the long-term focus and be less about you and more about them. Yeah. So if your focus is long-term and then you realize there's going to be some ebb and flows and there's some downtimes and uptimes and enjoy it when it's up and and just power through when it's down, <laughs> then, <laughs> then you'll come out on the other side. I, I think that, that the ones that are that are in it as a passion and as a you know mission to help people will have a, a better time with that, a better perspective. Right. Absolutely. And of course, let's not forget, if you're having your daily dose of real estate success in five minutes a day, your breakfast of champions, right? That's going to help you get through some of those rough spots, uh, help you get extra motivated and focused for the day and actually have a theme for every single day, which is great because I know that's sometimes a, you know, uh, like I talk to my kids, right? Every day I drop them off at school or whatever. It's like, hey, it's Magnificent Monday or it's, you know, Terrific Tuesday or Freaky Friday, right? Try and give them a theme that's going to set the mindset for the day because that can make or break you. Absolutely. And, and if you start out the day with the inspiration and information, then you have all day to think about it, apply it. And then there's some folks that journal them to success by at the end of the day, closing with a few thoughts of, okay, this is how I applied this today, or this is how I found success in today. Absolutely. And of course, referencing the book one more time, December 27th, Power Through the Dips, talking about how this business can be like a roller coaster ride. So that's what's so great about this book. Every day, there's a new little discovery thing to, to, you know, for you to discover as you go about your journey here over the next 365 days. And that was part of the idea for the concept is I do feel like real estate agents and many salespeople, they, they like that new every day. They're a little bit uh, wanting that shiny object or the squirrel. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll give you your shiny object. Every day will be different. <laughs> That's great. Hey, I'm curious, has this book, you know, has it had an impact on your, your real estate business, you know, in terms of your buyer seller engagement, anything like that? Absolutely. The people that I've met all over the United States and world by conversations about the book have definitely expanded my business and received referrals from folks that I didn't know before. And I've really, it, it's a journey that I didn't necessarily know where it was going to take me. But now that I'm down this road, it's very exciting. Wow. That's awesome. So how do people order the book? Just go to Amazon and Amazon is a great source. It has both digital and print. If you want bulk sales, then check out my website or contact me directly. And which website should they check out? The Five Minute Success. Is it the Five Minute Success? No, it's just the number okay. five okay. minute success. And the other thing to be sure and check out is the Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Because every day is different, that means we are actually reading the same page every day. If you think about it, you read books in a book club or whatever, everybody's on a different page. We're always on that same date. And so on the Facebook page, we actually have a prompt for the topic and people are sharing their takeaways and their aha moments. And it's becoming a very rich conversation. So be sure and like the Facebook page five-minute success. Yeah, I can see that right now. Actually, it's funny. Uh, the one we were just talking about there, uh, take the go up there swinging stance in your business, which was the theme of the day we just talked about. Yes. And so you can carry on a conversation with others that are reading the book at the same time and get their ahas and ways they're using it for success. Yeah. People are sharing some tips and learning lessons and things like that. That's great. Awesome. Uh, okay. So we'll make sure we put links to the show notes. Uh, for your website, which is 5minutesuccess.com. And that's the number five. And so we'll make sure we put that. We'll put a link to the Amazon um, uh, purchase in there. So if people want to buy it individually, you want to buy bulk, it's a great tool for teams, loan officers to share with your real estate agents, make it kind of a, you know, a talking point ongoing, have a lunch and learn and talk through some of the topics, um, send the video out, right? One video tip a week, choose a different topic from the book every single week. Lots of great ways for you to leverage this and add value to your local real estate community. 
So, Karen, you're obviously incredibly busy. What's next for you? What's got you excited uh, in the coming months? I have some great speaking opportunities where I'm doing some regional events and also doing some work with some other authors. And again, I these opportunities came about because I felt that there was a need in the marketplace. People wanted inspiration and information, but they wanted it in a different way. So mm. that's how Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day uh, has impacted my life that's and great. business. And you've definitely done a great job with it. Like I said, it's very engaging. And I highly, highly suggest anyone listening to this rush and go order it right now. Buy five copies, 10 copies. Use it. Get in front of agents. Add value. Make a difference. It will do that. And so for you listeners, thank you for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher. Leave a positive review if you enjoyed this content or others. And as always, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.